Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's funny, Frostburg really isn't here today. Not sure. He really isn't. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Feel better, man. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, midway through the fourth quarter, Patriots lead the Cardinals 27-13. to It's been a pretty big Patriots lead throughout. The Cardinals, of course, second play of the game. They lose Kyler Murray to what looks to be a severe knee injury. Both Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport tweeting out that they're going to look at it and give more examination, but right now it doesn't look good. A non-contact injury. He was running, planted his right foot, and it went out from under him. So, yeah, it doesn't look like we're going to see Kyler Murray for quite a long time. You know, last hour we talked about his future and, and what this was going to mean for him going to the offseason. Was he going to stick around? Would he have a new head coach? Not Now it's, is he really going to be ready for the beginning of next season? It's a very difficult thing. And when when you look at the the situation that the Cardinals find themselves in, here's Kyler Murray who... He has his fans. He has his detractors. He is a middle-of-the-pack-ish type quarterback in the NFL. Maybe you want to put him in the top half of quarterbacks. Um, but this is what happens when 
you have a player who is this kind of dual threat quarterback. It's great to have the dual threat quarterbacks, but what that means is they have twice as big a chance of getting hurt because they're out in the open. Not that there's something that could have happened with this, but just hey, the the stress of running. You don't know what it is. He comes down a little bit a little bit wrong on 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 one of his feet and he winds up getting hurt. And that's what's too bad because you think about the running quarterbacks in the NFL and it's and, and they just they're not able to stay healthy for a long time. You know, it's very rare that a guy like Cam Newton could stay around as long as he did, but he was big enough to put hits on the on the on the defenders and he was also able to get out of bounds. He was someone who, okay, I can protect myself when I'm running. And guys like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson and all, all the guys that, that like to run, it's it's more difficult for them to protect themselves. And again, this is an anomaly because this was him running in the open field and, and he gets hurt. And it's just every time a quarterback that is a dual threat quarterback runs, uh, if you're a fan of that team, like you're Heart is in your throat because it's a get up, get up, get up, right? Nope, don't, don't run, don't, don't move, don't, don't, don't plant and try to cut back. Just run out of bounds, slide, do something here. I mean, because every time they take off, your heart is in your throat. It's it's like that. Other teams, like when you see Aaron Rodgers scrambling, right, or you see somebody else scrambling, it's like, oh, get the first down, get this, get this. But when you see a, a quarterback who likes to run, it's okay, 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 because it's such a big part, and and there's they have. There's such a propensity because they run so much that when they finish with a run, it's okay, okay, you're good. Get back to the huddle. Get back to the huddle. Well, because a lot of that it becomes a, such a big component of their offense, right? They're not just – look at what they're doing with Justin Fields in Chicago, right? A lot of it was jailbreak stuff early in the season. And then, well, if he's going to run, why don't we actually design some stuff, steal from the Baltimore playbook? And I've always advocated for what – Coach Harbaugh's stance was in Baltimore after Lamar's breakout year of this is what makes him special, right? We understand it made curtail, you know, his his stats and everything on the back end, and he understands that, right? Everybody is on the same page in terms of usage, and then, well, you now have for Kyler Murray, third play of a game goes to scramble, and, and down he goes. He'd missed a couple of games already this season, and you've got a team, and and it's starting the, the whispers there as they watch the second half. It's like, um, you don't want to use the word quit for a team, but it looks to me like if they could, there there might be an all out war uh, on the sideline of everybody just beating each other up uh, between the coaching staff and the players uh, as this one flows. Add the GM Steve Keim, Jason Lock and Fora made his comments last hour, most of which I agreed with. And I I don't call for firings, but that that's been dysfunctional for a while, and it's clear Kingsbury and Murray not on the same page. But to your point about quarterbacks, when when you do have a guy who is, as we term it, dual threat, and that's such a large component, yeah, it's the it, you take the great, but then you have the other side that can happen as well, trying for that extra yard to get the first down. You get twisted and turned. How many times with Josh Allen? Because of his mm-hmm. size, as he's in the middle of a pile, or he dives into contact, are you shaking your head? Whether you like the Buffalo Bills or not, you you like to see greatness and top players on the field. So anytime they put themselves into what you would term uh, unnecessary risk, you you kind of shudder a bit and get get a, get a little puckered because you're fearing that kind of thing. With Kyler Murray, in this case, it was. Gets to the outside, looks like he's gonna make make a gain uh, along the sideline, and and down he goes. Now feared to be an ACL. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. If we get an update on Kyler Murray, we'll bring it to you uh, at the end of the game again. Right now, it's a two touchdown lead for New England uh, with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But you brought up an interesting word right there. You said quit. And to, to cut from the Cardinals to the Patriots here for a second, one thing that I have always been envious of the Patriots of. So now you know I'm telling the truth because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really yeah, yeah. give the Patriots credit for gonna, something. You're going to really uh, wash them up now. Huh? Is, no, no, I, I, the one thing I have always been envious of the Patriots for, and you saw it a lot when they were in their heyday with their dynasty, but then again, you're supposed to win the vast majority of your games when you have Brady and you have Randy Moss and Wes Welker. And you, know, you, you, you were loaded well, with Moss talent. Moss wasn't there right? that long, but yeah. Right, but a couple of years there, and, and well, yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were loaded. You had Hall of Fame talent defensively with Seymour and Brewski and Ty Law. Uh, you know, you had a lot of talent there. But even noticing it now, which I've always been envious of the Patriots, right? Is I've always, always been jealous of the Patriots that there's never any flat games. Whenever they're playing a team like the Cardinals on a Monday night and they're on the road and they travel 3,000 miles to play this game, they start the game, they're not sharp. They lose Ramondre Stevenson early, who has been the vast majority of their offense. There is never any quit. There is never any non-sharpness. If the Patriots lose games now, it's because they're just not talented enough as the other team. That's why. But every game that they come in, they are always the mentally stronger team. And you can see it in games like tonight where, okay, things aren't going our way early. It doesn't matter. We're still going to find a way through. We're going to give the ball to Kevin Harris, who's going to run for a touchdown. We're going to give the ball to Pierre Strong, who's going to run for a touchdown. We can't really throw the football all that much. Doesn't matter. We're going to find a way. They are always the mentally stronger team. And I've always been jealous of that because games where where the Patriots just this season, the Jets should have beaten them twice. But instead, because they come in, they're mentally stronger. We're going to wait for the Jets to make a mistake. Hey, the Jets make a mistake. The games they win, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Or the toss-up games are the games they win. The games they lose are to, this team is just better than us. Because in, in you can scheme all you want, but in the end, you got to get out there and play. And when a team is more talented than you are, they're going to win those games. Now, the Patriots were more talented than everybody for a long time, which is why they won 85% of their games. But now the last couple of years, without Brady, with a new uh, uh, regime and not great free agent signings and draft Drafts that have gone up and down, this is not a great roster. But they are always prepared. And there's never a game where I'm going to go, oh, you can catch the Patriots sleeping in this game. No, there's no catching the Patriots sleeping. There's no, maybe they're maybe they'll come up with a flat performance. There's no, maybe just they won't have the life the other team. No, they are always the more prepared team. They are never going to lose games like that. So the toss-up games or the trap games, they don't have them. There's no such thing as that for New England. I knew coming into this game, like, they're going to win this game. Because the Cardinals... Look, as 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 good as the Cardinals are talent wise, what do they really have going on in this season? No, nothing's right? coalesced. They're done, right, they're done. They're the and the the Patriots are the stronger team. They're going to win this game. Yeah, as we we look at the the Patriots year after year, the thing that holds them back is Bill the GM. Right, it's not the the coach. You could argue that one. He basically just saying, "Give me fifty three guys and let's go to work." And, and he gets the best out of them. Now, you had losses this year. You got six. Bears and Green Bay. Okay, those are two bad losses. They got run over, literally, by the Bears. Packers, they lose by three. And then there are other losses. Miami, who up until last night, everybody was doing all they could to genuflect at the altar of Tua and Mike McDaniel. You got Baltimore, perennially strong team. 
had their ups and downs, but this was the part of the season uh, back in the early part of things where Lamar Jackson and the offense was playing well. Then you have losses back-to-back to Minnesota and Buffalo. And while nobody believes in Minnesota, they were winning <laughs> one-score games. And guess what? That was another one-score game, 33-26, your final. And then 24-10, the loss to Buffalo. So you have an opportunity tonight to go back above 500, and that's kind of where the Belichick teams in the post-Brady era are, right? He's a 500 coach with this this roster. But the biggest indictment is always just the evaluation and the spending on wide receivers and tight ends. Tonight, Hunter Henry could, is like doing jumping jacks down the field. Just throw the ball. <laughs> Arizona doesn't bother to throw to cover tight ends all year long. And then on their, their big scoring drive, he had a 39-yard reception down inside the five. So it, it's that kind of situation. Defense is ranked sixth in the NFL, giving up just 188 per game. So you're going to be in games. Then it's just a question of whether you can coax that offense beyond the 20-point threshold. And guess what? With the talent assembled, not happening with regularity. Whatever you think of Patricia, whatever you think of the the play calling, which is really conservative, makes gives uh, Todd Bowles a run, and Byron Leftwich a oh, run boy. for their money, <laughs> right? And, and we want to go down that road. That you're you're not giving yourself a chance working downfield to make plays. So I don't even know if they have a guy, right? Devontae Parker, <laughs> in theory, should be yeah. able to match up with most yeah. most uh, cornerbacks. He got hurt today and had to leave the game. But you're you're doing immediate checkdowns and just saying, all right, we're just going to have a great screen game. Okay, fine. Uh, but eventually, you still you got to do a little more than Nick Folk kicking field goals to finish off games against better teams. And so that's where Bill, the GM, at some point, someone's got to say, all right, you know what? You could pick the rest of this squad. You can have the defenders. You seem to find running backs okay that fit what you want to do, right? Stevenson, Harris, Harris, all these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just mm-hmm. keep going back, like the two- to three-man run runners that they've had the backfields going back years. It's always been there. What's been the, the, the bad spot, except for those glory years, wide receiver? Trying to find guys, and when you go into the free agent marketplace, going, oh, that's another team's trash. We're going to go fix them. No, you're you're not the quarterback whisperer that is Lincoln Lincoln Riley or any of this stuff. No, it, with wide receivers, it, they almost go to die like they do in Chicago. Wow, and that's a place where receivers go to. You never see them again. Well, but that's the hard they part, disappear. right? Bears to to bring them in for a second, just because I made the comparison. They got a lot of money to spend. You got a couple of decent component parts, right? Cole Komet starting to flash a little bit with Justin Fields. Do people even know that Chase Claypool is on the team? I don't think people even know. He hasn't really done much. I don't think people they even brought, know. They brought in Claypool. Darnell Mooney got hurt. And you have all this money mm-hmm. to spend. You're going to have great opportunities at the top of the draft. Who the hell is signing there? <laughs> unless, unless Justin Fields sends them a gift basket and convinces them and does a hard sell of, you want to play with me. Really want to play with me. We got something special. They got over $100 million to spend. I'll be very curious to see what wide receiver says, yeah, I'll go play in Chicago on that field, <laughs> at Soldier Field. Uh, will, I, will, will Justin Fields throw to me? Eh, 
you can block downfield for him. Where do I sign? That's but, what but, I want to do. I want to block downfield for Look at Pittsburgh for, for all those years, right? You had good wide wide receivers, but what was one of the prerequisites? You had to engage as a blocker. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you couldn't block as a wide receiver, they didn't want you around That's there. That's why Heinz Ward was there for so long. He's a great downfield blocker. Well, yeah. hero. And he taught yeah. all those other guys. That's what yeah. they did. But I'm telling you, man, I'm just jealous of the – there's no – there's no let up. There's no off games. There's no we're not prepared. There's no if you play a team that's a toss up or a team they're better than they're going to win the game. Yeah, I just forgot forgot mm. Pierre Strong. Oh, who's Pierre suddenly Strong. on the yeah, uh, radar today. Sure. We we got to make sure we give him his proper love too. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Why is Queen still on? Just unplug the jukebox. I can't. Why is Queen still playing? Why is he banging at the window? The Alex Tice shirt Christmas mashups. Holiday classic now. Are you creating these really, Tice? Yes. Are you doing these seriously? I have another fun one you're going to love. Do you, I mean, you are putting these together like you're the first person to do this. I'm sure there's other people who have used them, too. But these are pretty good, man. I got to say, these are like professional. It's like, almost like I do audio engineering. No, well, it, it's almost Allegedly. like... Allegedly. No, it's, it's it's almost like, wow, you, you're concentrating on this in addition to building orcs and, and whatever... No, whatever, no, no, he's selling on whatnot. Whatever, yeah. whatever game you're playing, whatever podcast you're recording while you're doing this for the show. <laughs> well, fun he's fact, making me I money stopped set. doing the orcs thing yeah. oh, for did? a while. Oh, okay. It's the holiday season. I need more time. <laughs> yeah, no he's, sell, he's selling off all the Pokemon cards that we had there's, created. Yes. There, there's no orcs during holiday. I'm not building orcs. They take too much time. Uh, building grunts instead is how you're doing. I'd building rather grunts? do a chia pet right now. Okay, sure. Okay, nice. watch it grow. Take less time. Which, sure. which version are you looking for? Are you looking for the Scooby Doo, <laughs> the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter. Simpson? The... Jason, do you remember you challenged me to make a mashup last? Uh, I think it was Friday. I did. Yeah, it's uh, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Really? You'll wait till the last. That's hour. That's what you call a tease. Oh, yeah, the last hour. Yeah. Wait till the last hour. All right. All right. So I will wait for the last hour, but we need here at some point. Taking Care of Christmas by Bachman Turner Overdrive. Okay, we'll do it next. Taking Care of Christmas! Hey, you know, speaking of uh, the Harry Potter, real, real quick, uh, we went and saw The Menu with oh, Ray Fonk. I, I really want to so see good. that. Really? Anya I really Taylor want to Joy see Joy and John Leguizamo, yeah, Judith okay. Light. Okay, Judith Light. And does TJ, clearly Judith Light is the boss in this movie, TJ. Yeah, she's there. Okay. And then Ray Fonk is terrifying wow is he voldemort it's great sorry I said he might name. as well be. is he voldemort he might as well be for parts of this movie <laughs> it, it's fantastic now on you put your faith in me we went went on a whim on saturday night we okay. had finally had a window after a couple of soccer games maddie finishes it's like uh, what are we doing it's like well thinking we could hit this movie if, if we hustle like, all right. i really and we did i, I want to see menu and i want to see violent night like, I really want to see Violent I've Night. heard that's just absolutely amazing, especially yeah. if you've got a beer or two. I really want to see Violent Night. Or maybe you've smoked up a little bit. Here it's some, whoa, like, whoa, nonstop. Whoa. Hey, we're in California. You whoa, whoa. Okay, sure. Okay. All right. All right. It's right. legal in a lot of states now. You're right. Uh, what did what, you say, Tyshirt? Who would have thought it was Thomas Riddle the whole time? Uh, spoiler. What? Spoiler, Tom Riddle. I mean, you already said who it was. Uh, it's true. No. Well, do you know Tom Morvolo Riddle is an anagram for I am Lord Voldemort? You know that, right? No way. Yeah, I just blew your mind, didn't I? It so also spells Morocco will win. <sighs> yeah, what's that? What's that one? Morocco. That, that's uh, it's it's uh, Don the Rock Morocco is what it comes <laughs> out to be. That's what it comes out to be. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Do you think they call David Harbor Hopper everywhere he goes? Hey Hopper, hey Hopper, what's up, hey, man? As long as the checks hey, keep clearing, I'm what's sure up, he Bob? has no qualms about that being the case. Hey Hopper, call me whatever you need to. I'm here in the red carpet. We're gonna talk about Violent Night with the movie star Hopper. Hey, hey Hop, Jim, what do you? I'm sorry. Uh, what's your name? Yeah, let's just just tell me about the movie. So, uh, right now there is about two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Patriots have the football. They lead the Cardinals twenty-seven to thirteen. We'll have more on this game coming up in a few minutes. But you're all starting to come around to my big bold prediction from last week when I said Brock Purdy will be a quarterback in the NFC Championship game. He will be the one opposing Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. 
in the NFC Championship game. And look at Brock Purdy yesterday. Against a pretty good defense, Brock Purdy looked like Mike White of the West Coast, right? Because he comes in and he looks a lot like him in his mannerisms in which he comes in. There's no fear. There's a level of excitement that comes in with the team. Uh, He's fearless. He plays loose. The team is energized. Kind of the anti-Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, He's got a slightly better team. Not that much better team because, look, the Jets have a great defense. Niners defense a little bit better. The Jets have really good playmakers. Niners playmakers a little bit better. Uh, It's not a guy that you're going to say, hey, we're not going to ask you to do too much. We're going to limit you. You see some of the throws he made. He made that throw off his back foot for a touchdown to Ayuk yesterday. I said, wow, how did he make that throw? This is a guy who is pretty good, and he's coming in and he's playing loose. What if he's the guy? I told you he was going to be in the NFC Championship game, and he's got the weapons. He's got everything. He could wind up being the guy. Next year, you could wind up going to camp, and it's going to be Brock Purdy and Trey Lance battling it out for the quarterback job with the 49ers. I mean, they put Jimmy Garoppolo is now done with the 49ers. He's done. They're not going to sign to bring no, him back. No it's chance. not going to happen. He's going to have to go someplace else and sign for less money. He's gone. This is what it's going to be for the future for the 49ers. It's going to be Purdy, and it's going to be Trey Lance battling it out, and they're happy. But short term, what I've seen from Purdy the last couple of weeks, if I say, hey, boy, can they not win the Super Bowl? No, they can win the Super Bowl because this team is that talented and he's good enough to make big plays downfield. He didn't just, it wasn't just a game manager. He was someone that came in like a Cooper Rush and managed the game, threw a touchdown. Okay, yeah, yeah you know what? They're really, they're going to come up against a team where they're not going to be able to win a game 13 10. You can't win them all 13 10. Even without Debo Samuel. They will be fine because they have enough playmakers. Because now they are reliant so much on Christian McCaffrey. He is getting the lion's share of the plays. You still have a stud wide receiver in Ayuk. Now using George Kittle more. Everybody's involved. The Niners have spent all season long trying to make it work with different combinations of people. So it should be not. It should be easy for them. We're going to make it work. And Trey Lance, our quarterback. Nope. Got to go to Garoppolo. Okay, Garoppolo's our guy. Well, Debo's hurt. Got to make it work without Debo. Okay, make it work without Debo. Wait, now we got Christian McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey, let's make it work with McCaffrey. Okay, great. Everything's great. Now we're not. Oh, nope, Garoppolo's hurt. Now we're going to another quarterback. Okay, Brock Purdy's a boy. He's playing well. Nope, now we're without Debo for the rest of the regular season, most likely. They have been this way all season long, and all they've done is win. And they figured it out. They're more reliant on McCaffrey, but Brock Purdy is someone who can make big throws and big plays. That's the big thing. That's the difference in him and another guy. Look, Sam Darnold taking over for Carolina. That's great, but you can see him. He's a game manager, right? And it's great. It's a great story that the Panthers are somehow in the in the thick of the the, the run right now for the a- NFC South. Yeah, because Arizona let Steve Wilkes go. <laughs> but, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> we got to do a Steve Wilkes appreciation moment, by the way. Yeah. But this guy, you watch him play, and he is just a little bit different. And I know the big, the big uh, co- comparison yesterday was here's Brady's sixth round pick and now is his career being ended by another guy who was who was an afterthought and here comes Brock Purdy announcing himself. Uh, Purdy's a guy that you can win the Super Bowl with because this team is that talented. You don't win it all the way on his on his arm, but he's going to make enough plays. He can account for three touchdowns in a game. I'm telling you, man, this is a great fit for this offense. And he's come in and he's playing without any kind of pressure. You can see the way the teammates love him. They they have just gotten lucky 
again with a quarterback to come in and be able to move the team. And it's it's amazing. You got to think the Niners got to be coming up to the bottom of that miracle drawer where, hey, we lucked into Trey Lance. Oh, but Garoppolo's got no Garoppolo's staying. Oh, but Lance is our guy. No, he's there. We got Garoppolo. Oh, now we've lost both our quarterbacks, and here's our third string guy who may wind up being better than the first two. Just think about that for the Niners for a second. Well, I mean, one of the things, advantage, disadvantage, whatever you want to do with it, uh, I would argue it's a great advantage of the expectations when you're Mr. Irrelevant are zero, which means you're not playing puckered. You're not playing tight. You're, you're playing with house money. You're on the field. Right? He got his family tickets so they could see Tom Brady. And then, lo and behold, there he is starting. Right? You have this opportunity. And, you know, b- before I, I get too deep into this, it's the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, put the coffee down. No, put the headset down, Todd Bowles, and just step back a minute. They showed no heart. That defense showed no heart and got gutted all day. Give credit. To Shanahan, give credit to the play calling and the mix and match that they did uh, with all of those weapons in San Francisco. But this is a defense that came in as a top five, top six defense, yeah. and they looked absolutely—they looked unprepared uh, for Brock Purdy. They looked Think two about that. Steps slow. They looked unprepared for yeah, Brock Purdy. Exactly. This guy was a multi-year starter and a top-notch prospect at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Now, he was a guy that being, being looked at, and then you you got a. a Almost a full game last week. You had plenty of time to scout it. Oh, and those other guys, they didn't change. They were still going to run the same routes, still going to go out and pass. <laughs> I, like, I don't Christian McCaffrey should not be wandering down a sideline by himself or Brandon Ayuk on that throw. Great throw. Shouldn't be that open. But you'd have defensive lapses. They happen time and time and time. This is a team that just got gutted. And Todd Bowles, like, yeah, we got to be better. We only have four weeks. Like, stop it. You said that four weeks ago. We get you said that four weeks before that. that was Even Todd... Brady's pissed off and, uh, and, and being honest about it. Now, wait it. a minute. Now, who who told you about that? And that was really a difficult thing with the Jets, and he was the head coach. Hang on. Who said that? No, oh, yeah, no, 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 don't tell me. Yeah. I mean, it's going to come to me. Who was it that told you that, hey, when things get tough, Todd Bowles needs to be more of a presence because he wasn't with the Jets? And when things get difficult, yep. you got to hope that. Wait, no, somebody, who was it? Somebody, I got the name's going to come to me. I'm, I can't hang on. Oh, yeah, this guy. What was it? Three weeks ago where he did the whole yeah the leaders have to do more it's like no yeah. you're the coach yeah yeah you're getting paid millions of dollars to be the leader uh anyway the back to purdy guy who he's pretty showed good out. tj yeah, no okay. i mean and all those lines have been run and and, and it's mm-hmm. great go mm-hmm. even going back to his collegiate days but to, to your point about it's the johnny bravo fits the suit right Shanahan could coach you up it's kind of like we, we keep seeing all the graphics now of Lincoln Riley. Look at all the guys that he's coached up into Heisman consideration, Heisman winners, etc. Same thing here with Shanahan. Come in, learn the playbook, and I've got an offense that will put the wrinkles in to suit what you do best, and we're going to be able to make plays. We don't have to dumb it down. We don't have to take anything out because we've got playmakers for days. And even Debo Samuel, I, I would agree with Jerry Rice uh, when, in what he took to social media saying, can we stop running this guy into the middle of a defense, <laughs> which is 100%, right? Get him to the edge is great. To the middle of the defense, nah, that's not where you want him working. But the final four games of the year at Seattle, well, clearly not the same beast it once was, Sam Sam Darnold. And they're tenderized. That's the other thing. They got run over, right? 200-plus yards by those Carolina running backs, including Dante Foreman getting the job done. Sam Darnold was laughing at the end of that game going, yeah, I like this, punishing 
and Steve Wilkes has those guys playing. That defense has been good for a while, and then the offense rolled up with the run game. So Seattle on a short week where we got them Thursday night, that, that's a win on the road. That's mm-hmm. sitting out there for Purdy again. Then you've got a home date with the Commanders. Is Chase Young ever going to play? Don't know. Uh, coming off a bye week, we'll see them back in action here in week 15. Uh, yeah, week 15. Yeah. yeah, you're digging that now. Brock Purdy, weird. NFC well, championship Well, you're on game. the road at the coming Raiders. Too. Raiders yeah. suck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're done. And then they finish the, the season. Guess what? Home against Arizona. Mm-hmm. And they've already mm-hmm. quit. Well, yeah, right? they're probably I mean, going to be without Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, he's, he's done. Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah. In so the NFC. you've got an opportunity, and all the rest of the NFC teams, you watch what Dallas did. Yeah, this is going to help us show great resolve. It was Houston. Mm-hmm. They did everything but wave a white flag before the game, <laughs> weeks ago. And then when Lovey didn't go for it at the two-yard line, or he didn't take the field goal, I should say, to go up six, he deserved to lose. Just like he deserved that tie back in week one, and he deserves to be replaced when the season ends. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hate that song. Hey, Mr. Bachman, yes, we'd like to do a Christmas song. And hey, instead of taking care of business, why don't we do taking care of Christmas? Are you kidding? I can't do that. This is an iconic song. They play on the radio all the time. I'm not going to ruin my song by cheapening that. (laughs) Oh, I I could guarantee you probably about anywhere between two to five million dollars. When is the recording session? Do I come to you? Do you come to my house? When do you want to record? I could have that song written in eight minutes. Is it better? What, what is the uh, the Jack Black line in uh, High Fidelity? Is it better to for, can you forgive the latter day sins of a formerly great artist, or is it better to fade away? Instead, you have the bastardization of one of his finest a- efforts. I did a, a quick Google search, right, to bring it up, and it's the the first uh, response is the oddest songs of Christmas. Randy Bachman's <laughs> taking care of Christmas. Taking care of Christmas. But we just did that one. Taking care of Christmas! Okay. And, the, and that one-liner. Imagine a tune that takes one of the best-known guitar riffs in rock music history <laughs> and turns it into a Christmas song. <laughs> Taking care of Christmas. Taking care of Christmas! Any first responder will tell you never try to beat a train. After braking, it could take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains, well... They can't. Uh, Monday night football is over. The Patriots beat the Cardinals 27-13. The Cardinals lose Kyler Murray. Potentially for the rest of the season, it looked like a really bad knee injury. It does not look good according to reports, but no official diagnosis yet. And a win for Mac Jones. Who, yeah, he did. A very pedestrian night, 235 through the air and an interception. Hey, he won. You know, I'm sorry. I'm never going to buy Mac Jones as a star. What did he do to you? I'm never going to buy him because he's just a guy. He is just a guy. He's That's a winning all guy. He is. He's seven and six. He's just a yes. He's seven and six. Like you, he's Bailey Zappi. It's Mac Jones guy. time. He's always been just a guy, and yet last year it was oh, he's Tom Brady. Okay, no, he's not. No, no, no. He's it was year one. He could develop into something special. That's what he's it was. Jag. Nobody said he's Tom Brady now. He drafted a guy at thirteen. He's a game manager at best, right? That's who. That's who Mac Jones is. He's having a Zach Wilson type season. The guy's got seven touchdowns and eight picks. The guy just isn't good. He's a game manager He's with the Patriots winner. winning with a great defense and enough running backs because clearly when you lose Ramondre Stevenson, doesn't matter. We still got guys coming out of the woodwork running. Hey, Corey the law Dillon firm of Harris, Harris, and Strong. That's what you're going to say. Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, the law firm. Yeah, the seven. legend. We're bringing Harris. He he runs for 44 yards, has a big run. Have a t- touchdown run. It doesn't. They just keep... Re- Throwing guys out there. Anybody could be a running back with the Patriots. They just You'll get out there. They'll give you the ball, hold on to it, and you could be a star. But I'm just never going to believe in Mac Jones because he just isn't that good. He's not dynamic. He's not somebody. He's someone who is just okay. He's a rookie on a rookie, or he's a second-year player on a rookie deal that if you had an unbelievable, unbeatable team, could Mac Jones be okay? Yeah, but this is a team Mac Jones plays on. So the Patriots, even if they find a way to squeak into the playoffs, you got a month left to go and everybody's seven and six. How far are they really gonna go? 
How far? Because Mac Jones is just a guy. You overdrafted him. You thought he was going to be a star. You thought, I can win with this guy, uh, and and maybe he's the next Tom Brown. And you were just wrong. He is just a guy. But yet he continues to get propped up there. Oh, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. He is just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah, I I think there's a... um... Well, my guy Bucky Brooks, right? Sunday mornings, he and I, a couple hours, we chop it up together. Andy Furman's part of the show for the first hour. That like he always talks about quarterbacks as you know, are are they the uh, the the truck or are they the trailer? Right? Are they pulling along or are they just along for the ride? And there's very few guys that you would say, as we watch Optimus Prime run amok, uh, are are the trucks, right? Mm-hmm. There's very few guys. Everything else is it's got to be perfect. Mac Jones is one of those guys in that trailer. You can decide where he is in terms of if you're putting seats back there, how far you want him towards the front in case something happens and he needs to dive in. That debate we could have all day. But there's a lot of guys in that same boat where things have to go perfectly. And we've talked about it a lot tonight. Even though the running back situation, for going back a long, long time, you invoke the name of Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. You go back to Corey Dillon. You talk about some of these guys that have been in Patriots uniforms. And, yes, the running back situation, go back Kevin Falk, talk about James White, all of those guys. You've always had a multi-pronged approach coming out of the backfield that's worked pretty well. Receiving-wise, come on, man. With Brady, you had Welker and you had uh, Randy Moss for a bit, and obviously Gronkowski was – just such a difference maker. Otherwise, you got a bunch of Jags running around. Give me an actual number one on this team. Let me see if Mac Jones is any better. Right? Josh Allen was a guy until Stephon Diggs showed up. Just Mac Jones. Uh guy. He's seven and six. You tied with your you, Jets now. You, Jack, are my just <laughs> a guy. Now yeah, I get it. When he tells he me killed Batman, up Bob, you're my number one guy. You are just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Jack uh, Palance that's, that's what you Mac just Jones. did to Jack Palance instead of Jack Nichols he goes you Mac Jones you are just a guy <laughs> Twitter it out about Fresco Mike and Dome coming up next more from Monday night and more uh, more big stories from the NFL Fox <laughs> if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 